You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Yesterday, President Donald Trump summarily fired his Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson. By some reports, Tillerson found out about his his ouster via Twitter, another strange turn in a White House that has had really chaotic turnover and an inability to establish a diplomatic strategy both at home and abroad. Trump is expected to replace Tillerson with CIA Director Mike Pompeo. There have been reports since Tillerson's firing that suggest the bureaucrats and officials working in his department are relieved he's been shown the door. Tillerson failed to fill numerous vacancies in the State Department, and it was never quite clear what he wanted to turn the department into or how his vision deviated from President Trump's. What was clear was Tillerson and Trump never really liked each other, allegedly hurling insults behind each other's backs. And it's also clear that Tillerson's firing is another tear in an otherwise frayed administration. That's where we want to start the rest of the conversation here on Detroit Today is with Rex Tillerson's firing, what it means for U.S. diplomacy and what it means for the Trump administration. And joining us to talk about that is Peter Trumbor, Associate Professor of Political Science at Oakland University. Peter, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah. So uh, secretaries of state come and go in most administrations, but usually we see that happen uh, between the first term right. and the second term, right? Uh, there's sort of an order to those things. I actually was trying to rack my brain coming up uh, with the last time we saw a president fire a secretary of state uh, in the middle of the first term, for instance, or even in the middle of the second term as, as uh, an interruption in that, that sort of order. And, I, you know, I, I've been around for a while. Uh, I pay attention to these things. I, I had a hard time coming up with it. But let's talk about how significant that is, uh, that decision to, to move somebody out of the way this soon, yeah. how disruptive uh, potentially that is for an administration that's still trying to find its footing with diplomatic uh, relations. Well, you know, I think we kind of get tired of, of using the phrase that, that we've never seen this before. There was something that the Trump administration is doing is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, each time we use that phrase, it's for a good reason. It's because, <laughs> because we, it haven't, is unprecedented. we haven't seen these things before. Right. Um, when we start thinking about the relationship between Rex Tillerson and Donald Trump and American foreign policy, I think what you have to recognize from the very beginning is they've never really been on a single page. Um, that some of the, the the key initiatives and policy priorities that that the president has seemed to push forward, um, moving the U.S. embassy, for example, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. uh, dropping out of the Paris Climate Agreement, um, the very aggressive posture towards North Korea, the uh, desire to uh, rewrite, if not outright, cancel the Iran nuclear deal. These are all positions that Tillerson was on the other side of. Um, one of the problems that we've seen with Tillerson as secretary and with Donald Trump as president is you could never really know from day to day whether what Tillerson was saying was U.S. policy or reflected the, the thinking of the administration. Because odds on, Tillerson would say something and within hours – Trump would publicly undercut that. Go back and say and something else. Right? Exactly, right. So there was really never any coherent messaging about what American foreign policy priorities really are. 
and in some ways, I think that is that is consistent with Donald Trump as a leader in general. Uh, that this is the fellow who on the, on the stump was only I can fix it. Mm-hmm. This is the man as president who has said we shouldn't worry about vacancies at the top of the State Department, for example, because I am the only one that matters. And so this this notion that uh, that that if some other cabinet official claims to be speaking for the United States, well, that rubs Trump the wrong way because as far as Trump is concerned, he and only he speaks for the United States. And so I think that was also part of the friction. I think one of the attractive things for him about Mike Pompeo is that they've got a very good personal relationship. And and Trump values that probably more highly than anything else, including competence. Yeah, yeah. Um, The the state of the State Department. Uh, oh, it's a shambles. It's a wreck. Under Tillerson was not great. Uh, and Correct. it's and it's because he wasn't filling positions and and more than any of the departments in the, of the federal government, I feel like it's more dangerous to to leave positions right. open there than anywhere else. Uh, so is this maybe a good thing for the country that that Trump has moved Tillerson out of the way? And do we think that Mike Pompeo, uh, who who has worked in government now for a long time, is a little more of a traditional fit for the job in that way, but also pretty hawkish? Uh, do do we think that this may improve the way the State Department runs? Well, I think on an institutionally, yeah, getting rid of Tillerson is a good idea. Um, he is Tillerson was probably the least effective and probably the most disliked within his own agency of any modern secretary of state. Now, some of this wasn't necessarily his fault, right? Um, One of the reasons that Tillerson had difficulty filling top positions is because the White House summarily rejected anyone who either uh, supported one of Trump's rivals in the primaries Mm -hmm. or spoke out against Trump, was, was associated with, even on a fringe way, with the Never Trump movement in the sort of Republican foreign policy establishment. So any of those people who had... Uh, just cre- could, they were not they were they were, ex- ex- they were not allowed to be, to be put forward. And so yeah. that took a lot of quality people out of the running. Uh, in fact, most of the quality of the Republican foreign policy establishment uh, simply was not, was not considered eligible for service, mm-hmm. even if they decided to, to hold their nose and, and, and serve on behalf of the country, right? So they were simply off the, off the table. And that's one reason why Tillerson had trouble filling those spots. Of course, the other issue is that, that Tillerson did try to impose upon the agency kind of a business model of, of organization. And that uh, was really not an appropriate sort of management model to apply to yeah. an agency as large and diverse with so many responsibilities as the State Department. So, so given that, I think uh, that's one reason why, why Tillerson was so disliked. He also took no effort to uh, ingratiate himself with the rank and file within within the State Department, you had a lot of uh, you had a lot of departures, you had a lot of retirements, um, you had a lot of really uh, high quality career people who left because they simply didn't want to work in that environment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Pompeo coming back in, I think, will will improve the morale in the agency. It may settle things down a little. It, bit. I think it will. Of course, part of the part of the problem will be though, is that that Pompeo is both a partisan and a loyalist. Yes. And so while he may find it easier to bring people in to fill these positions that Tillerson couldn't, you have to think about the caliber of the people he's likely to bring in. And so we've already seen the elevation to um, the, the, what is the Undersecretary for Public Diplomacy 
is the person who had been the uh, the spokesperson. Now, before she became department State Department spokesperson, she was a co-host on Fox and Friends. Right. You know, so we've we've taken a TV morning show host. And we have elevated her to one of the, the highest ranking yeah. uh, kind of like positions taking a TV reality star and, and making him president of the United yeah, States. Kind right? of similar. This is all very uh, familiar. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. Uh, my guest is Peter Trumbor. He's an associate professor of political science at Oakland University. We're talking about uh, Donald Trump's decision yesterday to fire Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, replace him with Mike Pompeo, who had been heading the CIA. What does that mean for the Trump administration, which has had a really difficult time finding its footing in the diplomatic space of uh, the White House and, and of policy? What does it mean for policy itself? How will foreign policy change, perhaps, with Mike Pompeo, uh, somebody who's pretty hawkish and led the CIA, a very different agency, uh, in charge? Uh, will we see dramatic shifts in the way that the United States deals with both its friends and its enemies around the globe? If you want to join the conversation, uh, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. Um, uh, give us an idea of what you think about Tillerson being out, Pompeo being in, and give us a sense of what you are making of this administration. We haven't talked much in the last couple of weeks about the instability, the constant instability in this administration and what that means now more than a year into uh, this presidency, the fact that Donald Trump can't seem to keep key people around him. They leave, they come, they go. Uh, he can't fill important jobs. Uh, what do we think about what that means for, for instance, uh, our diplomacy around the globe? Patrick on Facebook says uh, he has every right to fire and hire. We elected him to run the country. Karen on Facebook says, seems to me that this reality TV star doesn't realize that his venue and job have Changed again. Three one three five seven seven one zero one nine is the number on the phones. Let's go to Gene in Detroit. Gene, welcome to Detroit today. Well, uh, good morning, Stephen. Hey, Gene. Uh, the only uh, other short tenure by a Secretary of State was uh, by Alexander Haig when Reagan was president. I is that right? Served <laughs> is that right? Months. Okay. Boy, your memory's better than mine, Gene. <laughs> uh, I'd like to ask the professor, though, uh, what he thinks is the uh, significance and the effects of the fact that uh, Tillerson was recalled, cutting short a trip in Africa, uh, apologizing to uh, nations there about Trump's negative comments from six weeks before. Hmm. Great question, Gene. Thanks very much for the call. Uh, I, I guess what I would say is it's it's not terribly surprising that uh, he would be called back from a diplomatic mission to Africa, given that uh, U.S. administrations typically look at Africa policy as an afterthought anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so, but my guess is that it really wouldn't have mattered where he was. Um, that once the decision was made, then it was just to, you know come on home and and look at your Twitter feed. Right. So, you know, it's uh, I don't know that. Um, that this administration has any meaningful policy interest in Africa. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the the question about 
who who else has served this short of time, I think, is also uh, somewhat interesting. The Alexander Haig comparison is not a favorable one. I don't think <laughs> that's another uh, example of someone who didn't do the job terribly well. Yeah, and I would have to go back and look at what the what the circumstances were around that yeah. that short tenure was was. Is that when he did this sort of famous I'm in charge? Was think, that the famous I'm in charge yeah, moment? Yeah, and I think he was I, gone pretty soon after that. I think that, that's right, uh, yeah. Because uh, that was <laughs> sort of inappropriate and constitutionally He was not uh, really next in line. No, that <laughs> would have been true. Yeah, they had to go through three or four other folks exactly. to get to uh, Alexander Haig. Okay, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about President Trump uh, starting a new diplomatic negotiations with other world leaders. What's troubling, of course, is his fascination with leaders who aren't particularly fond of diplomacy. We're going to talk about that next and keep Peter Trumbor here in studio. Stay with us on Detroit Today.